Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Here we are, ready for another episode to explore together. And my intention for today's episode is to dive into the idea of rest. This is a topic that is really close to my heart and always has been in part because of the role that rest has come to play in my life, especially after going through few different periods of burnout to varying degrees starting when I was 19 years old. So rest has really become this kind of non-negotiable in my own life in terms of caring for myself. But even as I say that, it doesn't mean that it always comes easily or naturally My relationship with rest has definitely shifted over the years, but there still are times where I realize that I've, you know, gone for too long. And actually, one example is that I've been thinking a lot about is last year, I I ended up going through the year without actually planning any sort of vacation. So I ended up taking time away from work to do some trainings and to have a visit with some family, but I didn't really plan intentionally any time for me to just be other than, you know, maybe a long weekend here or there. And I felt it at the end of last year. I really felt it. And and I've been thinking about this a lot because we're actually headed off to our family cottage next week. And it feels so exciting and spacious that there is a week this summer where there is nothing to do, where I'll be able to almost completely disconnect and to really take time just to to reset and to rest. So I say all of this in that that I think our relationships with rest are, are a continuing journey. And I've been thinking a lot about rest lately in part because I've been working on an online offering which is called Radical Rest Rhythms. And I'll mention it briefly, I think just for for folks who are maybe interested in, in what I've been working on, but this episode is definitely not meant to be a sales pitch at all. Um, But uh, the course that I'm working on is kind of designed for you to explore your own relationship with rest, both the practices that allow us to come into a supportive space to physically rest and to set that container, but also exploring the dimensions of rest. So the science, the spiritual, the emotional, the political, the economic, because when we look at rest, when we look at self-care practices, all of that is tied in. And I truly believe in taking a holistic perspective to things and that that really allows us to, to really 
come to a deep embodied understanding in ourselves and and to understand what's happening in our own lives and in this case with our relationship with rest. So the the course is really exciting. I've been having so much fun putting my creative brain on and starting to build the lessons and the modules and there's there's not much information available yet. There's a waiting list online if if you're like this is for me. I I want to get emails as soon as it's available. Um, But other than that, there'll be kind of more information towards the end of the summer because I'm really trying to take my time creating it so that it doesn't feel like um, it doesn't feel intense. It doesn't, I don't, I don't like working under intense deadlines and I want to embody the, the work that I'm teaching. So that'll be coming in a, in a few weeks time, I imagine. So I've been thinking a lot about rest and I've been thinking a lot about, um, even just in the last few days, I've started teaching yoga classes in studio again and I often will end class as we come into Shavasana by talking about the physical benefits of rest, but also talking about the benefits of resting inside ourselves, resting in our own hearts and finding a sense of rest in who we are exactly as we are. So often I invite people in a final relaxation to give themselves permission to be exactly as they are, to rest in that. Because so often when it comes to some of the obstacles surrounding really true, deep, aligned rest, the obstacles are our own beliefs about ourselves, thinking we need to be more, thinking we need to do more, achieve more. And those end up being some of the reasons why even when we do slow down, maybe for a vacation, maybe on a weekend, we might have trouble turning our, our, our brain off, it feels like. There's so many thoughts of, of whether it's work or family obligations or personal obligations. Um, and also why sometimes we'll come to practices of rest and, and just feel like we can't get into it. We can't settle in. So... The, the course, which I'm excited about, is really kind of building on some of the work that I've been teaching in workshops and retreats, but it's it's been helpful because I've been solidifying what my approach has been and what it looks like. And so even though I've kind of been feeling my way through over the last little while, creating offerings that feel really aligned, I've gone through and I've actually created more of a framework that guides us through this process. And so I was so excited when I sat down to think about the steps of the framework. And I was so excited because I was able to link the steps with the acronym HEART. And this word heart is one that is really at the center of my being, at the center of my work, at the center of this podcast. So it felt so special, so aligned, so 
intentional that that word could be at the center of of some of this new work around rest or, or not new but the the reframing of it that I've been going through. So I thought today that we would actually walk through the heart framework together. And we won't walk through it in the big picture like we do in in the course where we're going through and and thinking about really cultivating a deep relationship with rest that is sustainable. But what we will do is is we'll talk about how we can use the heart framework in any moment where we feel that sense of imbalance or like we feel like we're no longer aligned and when we feel like we might need to reconnect and find a sense of rest. Again, not just that physical sense of rest, but that really embodied knowing that we are enough exactly as we are, that we are already whole. So let's dive in to this heart framework. It starts with the letter H. I'll actually, I'll tell you all the letters and then we'll go a little deeper. So our our five steps are honor, explore, align, reflect, and trust. And what you will hear as we go through the framework is that actually only one of these steps is really about the physical practices of rest, whether it's breathing, meditation, any form of relaxation. But most of the framework is, again, about our ability to rest within our own hearts, to be at rest with our whole self, our place in the world. Because oftentimes, this is standing in the way of our ability to, to find deep rest. And, and I think if, if you're not sure if this applies to you, you may consider how many times you've maybe learned new practices, whether breathing or meditation, or it could be any practice like journaling, um, could be tapping. There's so many different practices out there. But sometimes, even though we have such an amazing experience, the challenge comes in implementation in building rest into rhythms in our lives that feel natural and that can flow and change as our needs change and flow in the seasons of life. So let's start with honor. For me, this is really at the foundation of everything that I do is by starting by honoring ourselves in this moment right here, right right now, this moment of time, space, this moment in our bodies and honoring the inherent wholeness that is inside of us, the multiple layers inside of us, body, mind, heart, soul, Coming back to this belief that is really at the foundation of yoga and and most spiritual practices that you are already whole. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing that you have done wrong. In fact, anything that you have done 
that you might think of as kind of a self-sabotaging behavior. We talked about this last week with Ashley. Anything that you think you may have done wrong was in fact just an adaptive strategy. You were doing the very best you could at a particular moment in time. So with all of that in mind, we can forgive ourselves if that feels aligned for anything that has come before and we can choose compassion. So honoring is is really this invitation to come back to our wholeness, to choose compassion for ourselves, care for ourselves, care for anything that has come before and to honor that in this moment, we can start this process of realigning. Our second step is explore. So after we've come into the moment, we've come into our whole selves, we can start to explore what has been happening in the different layers inside of us, in our internal landscape, so we can notice what's been happening in our bodies. Maybe we are feeling that mental fatigue. It's hard to make decisions. Maybe we're feeling physical fatigue. We feel depleted and like we can't keep our eyes open at night. We can't wait to go to bed. Maybe we're feeling emotionally tired, like we just can't deal with anything else going wrong or or not in our plans or anyone else who comes to us with maybe a problem that they're looking to fix. And so we can look at what's been happening in the different layers of our energy, so our physical energy, our mental, our emotional, our spiritual energy, And we can look at what our relationship with rest has looked like lately. So have we been taking time to rest? And again, those could be physical practices, things like yoga, things like having naps, good sleeps, things like having moments in our day where we can just sit and be, maybe having a cup of tea, reading a book. What have the rest practices looked like lately? And what has your relationship with rest looked like? So has it been that you have just been kind of forgetting about rest or or not so much forgetting, but like making the conscious choice that like you will rest later? And this happens so often in conversations I, I talk with with people and they'll say, oh, well, you know, in three months from now, I'm I'm going to go on like a three-week vacation, so I just have to push hard until then. And even though there may be lots to do and, and our lives can be busy and full, when we look at rest, it doesn't have to be a long practice, but it could be taking a minute to breathe or, or taking 20 minutes to have a bubble bath. So exploring what has your relationship with rest been like? lately and and where are the manifestations of maybe a lack of rest showing up in your body, your mind, your heart. Step number three is to align. So after we've honored where we are, we've explored what's been happening for us, this is the step where we get curious about how we might care for ourselves how we might bring ourselves back into a state of alignment. So this doesn't have to be complicated. 
Now, it could be that you need to take a morning off or, or book a day off. It could be that you need a longer period of rest and that is what will bring you into alignment. But it also could be bringing your legs up the wall. If you've never done that before, it's, it's a really great restorative yoga pose that is really calming for a lot of people. It also can be really helpful uh, if you have trouble sleeping at night. So there's so many different practices we can use to bring ourselves into alignment. And while I tend to focus a lot on the evidence-based practices of breathing, meditation, and restorative yoga... It could also be journaling. It could also be closing your eyes and listening to a song that makes you feel really good. There are so many options for bringing us back into a state of alignment. We just want to find something that gives us a feeling of rest by the time it has been completed. So we're looking to come into Uh, a state of a little more calmness, a state of a little more energy being refilled. If you think about kind of the depletion of your cup of energy, we're looking to, to fill our cup back up. Now, after we've taken the time to align, we found a rest practice, whether it's that bubble bath, a restorative yoga practice, or something else. It could be watercolor painting for you. After those three steps, we reflect. So this is your opportunity to notice how it felt. And I think this step is so important, and I think it's really, really so potent and powerful to start to encourage ourselves to really pay attention to the shifts that we feel after action. So reflecting after action in many ways can help us to actually build more resilience over time. It can help us build momentum. It can help us get to know our own beings, the different layers of our body with greater intimacy and it's, it's such a gift. And when you're reflecting, not only can you notice how it felt and what shifts have happened, but you might consider what you'd like to bring forward. Any feelings, any thoughts, any reminders from this time of rest, anything you'd like to carry forward with you. Now, step number five is trust. And this is really about trusting in our own wisdom. Trusting that when we do experience obstacles to our rest, that really they're invitations to get curious about how we can grow and adapt our rest practices. It's about trusting that you have the wisdom inside of you about what you need. And it's about trusting that there are different rhythms and seasons in our lives and that our rest practices may look different from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. could go on. So I'm going to share a little story from the weekend about how I implemented these five steps in a moment. 
So on Saturday morning, I woke up out of sorts. I was not in a good mood. I felt quite anxious, to be honest. I This was a day before I was returning to teach my first in-studio classes, and I was feeling a little bit anxious about what that would look and feel like. I was feeling a little bit sad because the continued closures and economic devastation that many of my colleagues and friends are experiencing in their lives and their business. And I was feeling a little bit nervous about all of the things I had to do to get ready to go to the cottage next week. So I was really out of sorts and I woke up. I was not in a good mood. I meditated. I was still not in a good mood. But during my meditation, kind of this inkling of an idea, this whisper from inside myself, if you remember back to episode three, the whispers within, the whisper inside myself told me that I needed to be around water. Now, I jumped to some of the more complicated ways to be around water. So I walked out of the bedroom where I meditate and Eric was on the couch and immediately I started trying to convince him that we should go to the spa or that we should pack up the car and drive two hours to the cottage for less than 24 hours. And then when I took a step back, I realized that there were some simpler ways to be around water and to give myself the rest that I was craving. And just kind of out of nowhere inside my head, my intuition was like, you should go to Hogsback Falls. So we have this man-made waterfall that is a 10-minute drive from our house. I hadn't actually been there since I was a kid, but I had this really great memory of being there with my grandparents for a picnic one time when they were caring for us when my parents were out of town. And so I we ended up just like making breakfast, packing our bags. We were out the door in less than half an hour, and we went to the falls. And I just laid a blanket down, I laid on the grass, I closed my eyes, I listened to the waterfall, and I just breathed. And that's how I spent my morning. And it was medicine for my soul. It was exactly what I needed in that moment. And it gave me the energy, it filled my cup back up, both physically, but also emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And I was able to move through the rest of my weekend with not just ease, but a greater sense of joy and a greater sense of creativity. So one little example, and what I like about this example actually, is that sometimes I I hear, or, or you probably hear people too say, oh, I just really need a vacation. Or I just really need this. And it's sometimes that thing that feels really unattainable for whatever reason, but I think there's this beautiful invitation that we can offer to ourselves to consider, okay, maybe I can't go on a vacation next week, but what could I do? Maybe it's booking a massage. Maybe it's creating your own little staycation. Or maybe it's just choosing to go for a picnic at night and laying on the grass in a park near a waterfall. There are so many ways that we can practice rest, but I truly do believe that when it comes to our own creative cycle, and and what I mean by creative cycle is not just our 
our ability to do things that we associate as being creative, whether it's, um, you know, drawing or dancing or, or writing. But I mean anything that we are generating in the world, that we are creating with our minds and with our hearts, when it comes to our creative cycle, these periods of rest is really what makes that cycle go. When we come to places where we can physically rest and rest within our hearts, not just are we caring for our physical health, but we are truly refilling the cup so that we're able to access our creative potential, our joy, our playfulness in deeper, meaningful, exciting ways. I would love to know if this episode sparked any ideas for you about how you might bring a little more rest into your days, your weeks ahead. And I'd love to hear from you if you do explore not just taking a moment to pause to rest, but actually walking yourself through the framework. It's really quick. Honoring your experience. There's nothing wrong with you. That you are already whole. Exploring what's happening in your body, the, the signs that are happening. This weekend for me, I had tension in my jaw, my muscles were tight, um, my, my breath wasn't moving deep into my belly. Aligning yourself by taking some sort of action to balance and bring yourself back to a centered place. Reflecting on how you can bring that sensation of rest with you forward and how it felt and trusting that you are where you are meant to be. That any obstacles that come up are just invitations to get curious about how we can grow and adapt our practices and our relationship with rest. This is a a little bit some of the things that I'm thinking through, I'm sure that we will chat much more about rest in, in the coming months, especially because it's such an important topic in, in my life. And, and truly in the podcast before, we've explored so much around rest already. If you are interested in the course, which is going to be a really supportive community to be developing and getting curious about our rest practices together, our relationship with rest in ourselves, our communities, I am truly so excited about it because it's an opportunity to to really get curious and excited and um and to practice wonder when it it comes to rest and to explore how bringing more rest into our lives can start to shift our experience and our relationship with ourselves and the world around us. So if you are curious, again, that waitlist is available on on the web page. Um, You're you're able to find it on my website and, and you'll be the first to know as soon as more information is available. I am wishing you such a beautiful day. 
If you do have a few extra minutes today and want to hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, it always brings such a smile to my face and is a really helpful way to support the podcast. It it directly impacts the the searchability of the podcast for people and, and other things like that when it comes to the Apple Podcast app. Until we meet again, keep living with heart and wonder.